Today is Friday, January 29th. The title for our devotional is simply Prayers. In our text for this week, Paul pauses twice to say a prayer to God at the end of each paragraph. These prayers are key for a few reasons which we will explore below. First, let's read the prayers. The first one occurs in Romans 15, 5 through 6. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another, in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then in verse 13, he says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. The first thing that we should see in these prayers is the character of God. Paul calls God the God of endurance and encouragement and the God of hope. God is the ultimate source of encouragement, endurance, and hope. These are aspects of his character. Since these are aspects of who he is, ultimately we are in need of him to grant us these characteristics. We must return to the source of these in order to live in them. Paul has just said in the previous verse, that's verse 4, that we have hope through endurance and the encouragement of Scripture. So our encouragement is found in God's Word that He has given in Scripture. When we turn to Scripture and see God's faithfulness to His covenant promises to His people Israel, our spirit should be lifted. There were many dark days throughout history that God led His people through. He was faithful to them. He will be faithful now. When we see his faithfulness, we have the strength to endure any conflicts and trials that come our way in the church. God, he also says, is the God of hope. Our experience of believing in Jesus should be one of joy and peace because we are abounding in hope. This is a very different message than the one we often get from the Turner Burn messages of salvation. God is a God of hope. And when we come to believe in Jesus, we should have hope. Again, when we consider the length of time from the original promises given Abraham to be a blessing to the nations and its subsequent fulfillment in Jesus, we should be filled with joy and peace at the inclusion of all Gentiles in the people of God. Yes, it comes with problems, but those are good problems to have. If our ultimate aim is to bring God more glory, and he is more glorified when all the nations worship him together in unity, then we should be overjoyed at this development and take the challenge of unity head on. You know, it really says a lot that in the midst of these challenges to the house churches of Rome, that Paul pauses in the midst of all of his imperatives to them, and he turns to God to ask him to grant these characteristics to the church. This indicates Paul's theology of dependence on God for true change to take place within the church. We would be wise to listen to him and to turn to God and to plead with God to develop these characteristics in our church. I don't have any additional content for today because I really want you to spend some time in prayer. Pray these prayers for you and for one another in the church. You can go ahead and repeat the same words in the prayers that Paul uses here. He's been dead a long time. He is not concerned about plagiarism. Pray for endurance amidst our differences on disputable matters. Pray for encouragement for those who are just tired. 
encouragement, and the hope that we find in Scripture. Pray for unity, that with one voice the church will glorify God together. Pray that joy and peace would characterize your experience of believing in Jesus, as well as the experience of others. Pray for hope, even amidst some of the dark and difficult challenge, challenges facing the church today.